Quarantined Education, a podcast series where I, your host, Ashley Mesa, sits down with people, whether it be students or teachers, and discuss their personal educational journey through the pandemic. The COVID-19 pandemic heavily impacted the education system and affected students and teachers alike across the globe in many different ways. I'm just here to share a few of those stories of what education was like through the pandemic in Portland, Oregon. Today's guest is Toto Perez. Toto was a student at Portland State and Portland Community College right when the pandemic hit. Toto, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. My name is Toto Perez. I am 21 years old. Um, pretty old, if you ask me. I was a former uh, Portland Community College PCC student, and I was also a former Portland State student. And so after high school, I graduated in 2018 from Sunset High School. After I graduated, I I decided that I wanted to focus myself not really like at school because because I really hated school. It's just it just wasn't for me. But I realized that I'm I'm like like a people person. I'm really good at what's it called sort of talking to people. So I was like, hey, why don't I sort of like use that as my foot in the door? And I got really into business in high school before I graduated. So I decided to give PCC a shot. So I didn't go there for the academics. I just went there to network, basically, to see like, what's up? What can I do? What can um, an 18 year old ready to take on the world? What can he do? And through FAFSA financial aid, I was able to basically go there for two years for free. And that was really nice. So I definitely took advantage of that. And uh, my first semester there, fall 2018, right? Yeah, fall 2018, I took uh, basically general general classes, general knowledge classes, I guess that's what they called. And I started my tracks on my Associates of Science. So yeah, Associates of Science, Oregon transfer degree. And my plan was to transfer after my two years, transfer to Portland State. And I actually got accepted into Portland State two months. Yeah, two months before I graduated high school, I got accepted. I got I got an acceptance letter from Portland State. And that was sort of like a last minute decision because I like to tell people that when I was like like a freshman or sophomore, that if you were to ask me if I was going to go to college, I was going to tell you probably not because, I mean, I just didn't like school and college was like to me just seemed like more school, which it is, and just sort of like at a higher level. And so, yeah, I, I took the college route and I guess it all worked out fine. And I got accepted into Portland State and I really, I really busted my ass to get into it because I had a pretty bad GPA in high school and I had to get, I remember I had, they asked me for like, I was talking to one of their like advisors and he said that my GPA wasn't going to get me in. So I had to come up with different methods and he told me that I, if I got like four references three references were from teachers and essays from teachers. And if I wrote a thousand word essay, this and that, of why I wanted to go to school, why I wanted to go to college to a, a public university. 
that it would improve my chances. And that's what I did. I got some references from some of my old bosses back then when I was working a lot. I knew a lot of teachers and I was, they liked me. So they put in a good word for me. They wrote emails and references and sort of like mini essays for me. And then I waited a couple months and about, like I said, two months before I graduated, I got an acceptance letter. I still have it in my, in my Gmail, my inbox. And it was like, holy crap, like I did it. Like I got accepted into a public university. I'm the first person on both sides of my parents to go to college, let alone get accepted to a public university. And that was a pretty big, like landmark for me because my my older sister didn't go my older stepsister my younger stepbrother didn't go my younger sister didn't go and I have a couple other um, uh, younger siblings that you know obviously I'm going to encourage them to go but if they don't then it's you know no biggie it's up to them but yeah I was the first person to get accepted and it was just like a, like a holy crap and it was a uh, it was a nice feeling and so I got into PCC and I was like, let's do this. My first day, I was like, let's do this. Let's see what I can make of this place, right? And so I took classes. I started talking to people in my class. I made friends of everybody, made friends of people. And then they introduced me to new friends and they introduced me to new, to sort of like out of, I guess, which got like outside of school, I guess, activities and clubs and this and that. And then through that, I met more people and more people, more people, and basically built like my own little environment there. It was uh, the community college experience because it was basically like high school, you know, except there's just a lot more freedom and it's really independent. That's definitely one thing I noticed. It was all on you. If you didn't want to go to class, no one was going to tell you you couldn't go. If you didn't didn't want to try no one was going to tell you to try if you didn't want to do your assignments nobody was going to tell you not to do it it was funny because my first class was a writing class and i had finished like an in class like essay that we we're doing because there's like three major essays in college writing classes and i finished the first one and i was the first person to finish it and there was like 25 maybe half an hour left in the class and i was just sitting there and I raised my hand and I went up to the professor and I was like, hey, can I use the bathroom real quick? Because, you know, in high school, you're just supposed to stay till the end of class. I was like, can I use the bathroom real quick? And he was like, yeah, if you want. And then he told me, you can actually just leave. If you're done, you can just leave. And I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, this is this is college. You can just leave if you're done. And I was like, oh, Okay. And I was the first person to leave and it just felt really weird because I was 30 minutes into like my post-class freedom and I just, it just felt really weird. And then I kind of liked it because of the independence. And yeah, I just got to say community college was a really great experience. I, I met a lot of good people and I was nearing the end of my two years there that spring. It was like Two weeks, three weeks into, no, I mean like a month into the term. And that's when the whole COVID talk started to begin. I remember I was seeing it all over social media, all over everywhere, basically. There's this new virus from China, Wuhan, China. Something to do with some bats or whatever. And I was like, what the heck is this? And I remember 
it sort of became serious to me because I saw an NBA player was sort of mocking the the virus. And then two weeks later, he was tested positive for the virus. And then I remember Tom Hanks tested positive for the virus. And I was like, holy crap, what's, what's, what's happening? And uh, this, it just spread like wildfire, this virus. And so halfway into my last term at PCC, I remember I had, so I had a Monday through Thursday schedule that Thursday, the virus was starting to get serious. And then one of my teachers told me that the school is thinking about postponing in-person classes and they might switch to online. And that Thursday she told us that, and she told us that she would send us an email to give us an update on what's going to happen. And then, um, I think that Saturday or Sunday that weekend, we got an email from the teacher saying that the so like the president or the head of PCC, something like that, that they decided to postpone in-person classes and move it to remote learning. And I was just like, what the heck is this? I've never done remote learning. I don't know how it's gonna go. I have no idea whatsoever how this is gonna work. And so she sent us like a link and the school I already provided sort of like its own program to do classes on it. And the teachers had to create, like how to transfer the curriculum from, you know, in-person to remote learning. And that began the first, I guess one of the first classes of remote learning to now. And it was a really, really different experience because so it was like, I remember when I was what's called, choosing classes, I remember I didn't want to choose a mixed class, which is a half in-person, half remote. And I stayed away from remote learning because I just sort of knew myself that I wouldn't do as well in those classes. And my first, and then after that, that after it turned into remote learning, I was like, okay, well, this is my chance to give it a shot, you know? and finish up the term. And so I did, and it went okay. Like I just, it was, it was really different because there was even more independence brought upon students because it was sort of like you had these due dates, you have all 24 hours of the day to do it and you have a due date to get it by. And on top of that, you're just at home all day like, you know, you have all day to do this assignment and you just have to sort of pace yourself and set a reminder for yourself to do these assignments. And at first I was on top of it. I was like getting my assignments in on time. You know, I was getting in this habit and then I don't know what happened. It's just sort of like I tripped over myself or something because then it just got really tricky. Like, like I had to watch, they made us do extra work because we weren't in person. And then it just sort of got to the point where procrastination started to set in. And then it got to a point where you just, it got to the to that lazy point where you're just like, I'll just do it later. And that's the worst thing you could do when you're an online student is to have that mindset, to have that procrastination mindset because you, you're in charge of yourself, you know? It's sort of that, like I said, that freedom themed that college tends to have. And when it's online, it's just sort of, it's exacerbated. It's just a million times harder. 
And so I finished that up. And then, and then the virus and everything really started to hit America really hard, the United States, because I think the first couple of cases were in like New York or in the middle in the Midwest or something like that. And then cases started flying around everywhere. There was like the first case in each state was starting to become like a general theme. And then I remember I was like, this is getting pretty out of hand. And oh, I remember at the time, President Trump didn't want to close the borders. And there was this huge talk about closing international borders. And uh, to be honest, I think it, it should have immediately closed borders because even the CDC recommended it. And it was just this huge thing. And then like people were starting to get involved and people were start really, really starting to get worried and families were starting to get worried. And my friends and families were sort of like, you know, if this thing doesn't stop, it's going to be a problem later on in the future. And so basically it really hit me because I would go to the gym at PCC and it was still open. And I was talking to the like the gym supervisor or something there, and he was telling me that there was a case of COVID, uh, the first case of COVID in Oregon in Washington County at Kaiser Hospital, and that's about like a five minute drive from PCC, and that's just that's when it really started to hit, and then everything closed and hasn't reopened since. It just barely reopened, and then so I finished there. That was my last term at PCC. Was sort of like halfway into it was remote and then I finished it and then I started to get into I started to like email different um counters and advisors and this and that at PSU and I was starting to learn how to register for classes and what classes I needed to and I was going to my because you have like assigned counselors and I was starting to email my counselor and I was like hey what should I take this and that and everything was everything was remote there was no in person everything was remote and portland state and i was asking some of the counselors i was like is there any possibility that some of these classes are going to be in person because i know that portland state is going to be a level above what community college was and i'm really gonna have to kick it into high gear and i just knew myself that i wouldn't be able to keep up with with online school and because when it's in person, I just seem to do better with that in-person one-to-one with the teacher students and everything. And they were like, nope, everything's going to be online. As far as we know, it was that fall. And then they were saying maybe winter, maybe spring term, it might open up. They were just uncertain. And so then I chose my classes and I started and we had a set day. We we're going to start when was it like the last week of September and all of September I was really preparing myself because I was uh, trying to organize myself and uh, watch YouTube videos on how to how to take online classes, how to be like independent in that sense and being uh, responsible for yourself, responsible for your assignments and responsible for everything. And I was just really worried because I just knew I wouldn't be able to keep up. And so it started and it was really hard. It was really, really hard because the classes were so big. I remember I had a general economics 101 class at seven, eight in the, nine in the morning. And I entered it early and I checked, the first thing you do, first thing I do is I check the participants, how many students there are. There was 
like 13 students. I was like, sweet, this, is, this isn't so bad, right? Then I went on my phone a little bit, waited for the teacher to get on. Next time I checked the um, participants, it was at 50. I was like, oh my God, what, what's going on? I'm like, is this some sort of glitch? Like, is this serious? And then I clicked on the, each name and I was just scrolling down the, the students' names. And I was like, this isn't, this, this is real. And then two, a minute later, it went up to 114 students. And I was just like, oh my God, this is, this, this is crazy. And it just caught me off guard. And my next class also had about 30, 40 students, which was also like a pretty big class. And it was on Zoom. Everything um, at PSU was done at Zoom. And um, it was really hard for me. And I sort of took initiative because I went to, they had this one program, I forgot what it was called, but it helps, it helps students sort of like in the pandemic. Like if you know you can't focus, if you know you're, you're going to struggle with online classes, you go to this center and they sort of like help you out. They, you know, you can, they like let the teachers know that you have, you'll need extra help basically. And that you might need um, pushback dates on certain assignments. And so I went there and I was like, hey, I'm really, really not an online learner. I I took my last semester at PCC. I tried it for about a month for the last half of the semester and it went pretty okay. And I, there were some struggles, but I pushed through it and I'm just really scared because, you know, for the foreseeable future this fall, winter and spring term at PSU, they're all going to be online. And I just don't know if I'm going to be able to keep up basically. And they told me that what I could do is they're going to put me on this program on this list. They were going to email my teachers and sort of give them a heads up that I'm going to be a part of this, this list that, that we're going to have like a little bit of extra help, I guess, is a way you can put it. And so they gave me a pushback on some of my assignments. And besides that, it was still really hard because they would just throw all these, all these things at you. They said, so this is your syllabus. Within your syllabus, you have, what is it, like 10 weeks, right? These are the 10 weeks laid out. These are the textbooks that you're going to need. You know, they're like two, $300 textbooks, online textbooks, because they're online. And they basically said, you need to read chapters one through five by next class, take notes, um, download this textbook into this program. It's going to allow you to take notes. And then you, I want you to write on the, um, uh, like the margin. They said, this program's going to let you write on the margin and make notes. And I want you to download these notes and then put them in economics 101 file and so it was like there was a quiz every morning about the previous work and on top of that that was just just hectic and i really struggled and covid you know obviously was the main contributor because it moved everything online and i understand because you know to keep everybody safe they had to do that obviously but it was just um, a huge <laughs> it was a huge sucker punch it just came out of nowhere and there was a lot of students i know that also took in-person classes like only in-person classes and when they switched to online they were like I, I just couldn't it couldn't you just can't can't focus like a lot of them also have like 
like me to like ADHD and it's just really hard to focus and it's really hard to sit in front of a screen for eight hours a day and really do your work and really pace yourself and hold yourself accountable and be responsible to do all the assignments, all the pre-assignments, all this and that, read all these all these pages on this white screen for hours a day. It's just, it's it's not for everybody, man. It just definitely wasn't for me. I, I basically had like a breakdown. I really got to a point where it was just like, I was just stressed out to the absolute max. And when I was at uh, PSU, I was behind on assignments, like weeks of assignments. I had to make up the whole, basically like half of the semester. I had to make up the whole semester and half a semester. And it was just absolutely, it was possible. But to me at that time, it was impossible. Like mentally I couldn't. And because of that, it just it just really held me back from it. And was it like at the end of the term, I, I, I like had a one-on-one Zoom meeting for the teachers. And I told them like, hey, I, I really appreciate like all that you guys did for me, you know, giving me, pushing back some assignments, this and that for me. But I just, I, I couldn't find it in myself to really finish out this term. Like I tried my absolute hardest, my anxiety, my stress, my everything was through the absolute roof. And I just won't be able to finish this term. And I know I'll, you know, have Fs for all three of my classes on my transcript. And I just, that was it. All I could say was sorry. I couldn't do it. And I told him that if the roles were reversed, this was in person, I would pass those classes with flying colors, no questions asked. But the fact that it was online just made it absolutely impossible for me. And that's just the hard truth, you know, just not everything's going to work out for you. And I learned that the hard way. And so afterwards I didn't even bother signing up for winter classes and I just sort of took a break to focus on myself and my mental health I was still really like just full of guilt afterwards because I worked my absolute butt off to get accepted into this university you know and the fact that I basically let myself down and it was just really really tough on myself and it took a while with a lot of help from people. It took a while, but eventually I got through it. And I had a lot of support from close people to me that helped me get through it. And basically the takeaway that I took from that is that, I mean, not to get cheesy, but in life, not everything's gonna go the way that you plan it. And um, especially when, when a virus hits the whole world and we're just unprepared. And so I just had to adapt to it, really. I guess on paper, I basically dropped out of school. Didn't say anything. I just didn't attend anymore. I got a, a lot of emails from financial aid from my Portland State account saying, you have to sign up for your classes, this and that. You need to do this, this and that. And I just sort of deleted my Portland State email and took a little break. I felt really bad, but I got over it. And then from there on now, I just, I'm just, I guess, just trying to figure things out like I did before. But for now, I'm just basically just basically working. Shout out to Toyota. <laughs> but yeah, I just gotta figure things out. I got a job there. I want to go back to school. I really do. I I uh the way my mind works is if I start something, I really it, it's hard for me to go on life without finishing it. So I started my university experience. I want to finish it. <sighs> as far as it seems. This whole 
virus isn't going away anytime soon. And I know from past that I can't do online school. So I guess I'm just gonna wait it out, see if there's, you know, anything first opportunity that I get, I'm just gonna pounce on it, go back in person if ever, you know, happens. But for now, I'm just sort of just working, basically, and um, just sort of trying to revamp my life back from my tracks of before COVID and just get on the grind, man, basically. And I have a lot of a lot of help and support from close people, like I said before, that really told me everything's going to be OK, that I shouldn't worry about it because, you know, it's going to be OK. And you just got to take things one step at a time. And a lot of things that I learned from like older people. <laughs> you know, like 40s and the 50s, like older, wiser people, is that when you're in your 20s, you know, nothing's really going to go the way that you plan. You, you'll have a plan. You might get sidetracked from it, but basically everybody in their 20s was just grinding, man. There wasn't no set plan. And we just got to be able to adapt to it. And, you know, one day I'll go back to school and finish up at PSU. But for now, I'm just going to just go with the flow, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you do you and like, well, do you feel like your schools could have supported you better, um, like have better resources for mental health? Or how do you feel like PSU and PCC could have helped support you better? Well, that's sort of tricky because the perspective that I have with um, those major um, institutes is that they were also sucker punched by this pandemic you know they tried the hardest that they could and the quickest that they could to sort of get like a remote learning started and sort of get like 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 a structure going and you know you can't really throw shade at them because they did the best that they could and they did offer a lot of help for students they really did understand i guess uh, before i remember that beforehand i started the classes some of the teachers when they introduced themselves they would say that they are also that a lot of them are also new to remote learning and they also sort of had to go with the flow and switch up their teaching structure to remote learning and that to be patient with them because they were also new to it. So I I really got the sense of compatibility with those institutes because I could tell that they also were trying their best. You know, all those students were trying their best. No one was really mad at each other. Everyone was on the same same page of understandment. And I think they did the best that they could with, you know, their circumstances. So I really, they, I really do believe that they tried to help their students the best that they could. I was really, really, really lucky enough to get teachers that were really understanding and lenient of sort of like uh, what I was going through. And that's why a lot of them pushed back assignments for me and said, you know, don't worry about it, do it. Just, just get it done, just get it turned in. So I was really lucky in that sense. And you, when you said, did the schools help us emotionally, mentally? I'd say so, yeah. i say yes, because they did offer, I know specifically at Portland State, they offered, you know, like that program that I talked about before. And they also offered counseling and this and that for students that suffer with like ADHD, ADD, you know, different, different, different things that might influence their remote learning. So I really do think that, you know, I can't even talk about those two schools, but I do think those two schools really showed care for their students. But when it comes to financials, I don't think so. And to talk specifically for PSU, I really didn't think so because, you know, it is a, it's a huge public school for Portland. 
and it's mostly known for its business academics. And I do remember that there were a lot of students and a lot of talk going around that they were going to keep their basically older prices or the older margins the same. And that was just like not really fair that they were still making us pay the same fees that we would pay if we were in person and making us pay for the same stuff as if it was in person and that there was that they, they didn't really have an understanding or or they weren't flexible or this or that about what was really going on they switched it to online school and that was all that was said they didn't really help us financially by you know understanding and I know a lot of other students sort of suffered that same thing because they paid a lot of money to go there in person and just out of nowhere it turned into online school. And they had to pay the same thing, even though you're just at home using your own Wi-Fi, your own laptop, your own everything, um, basically paying just for a class. So that wasn't really, that was no props to them. So how do you feel it being your first um, fall not going to school? <laughs> My first fall? It's really weird, man. It's really, really weird. At my age, well, I've been going to school for how long? Like, what, 15 years, 15, 16 years? It's just, it's really weird because the way I look at it is that from, from when you first enter school, preschool to, I guess, the last day of college, schools are guaranteed, right? If you decide to go to school post high school, schools are guaranteed, you know? It's a, it's a guaranteed routine. You do the same thing every year. You know, you go to school for what, like how many months, like nine months out of the year, nine months of the year, you have fun for three months. You do the same thing over and over again. It's sort of like that nostalgia feeling. You go back into a routine, right? Into the routine of like trying your butt off for the first two months and then just chilling for the rest of the term. And it feels really weird. And especially like on TikTok and everything, seeing everybody post TikToks about going back to school moving into their dorms, crying, dropping out because they miss their parents. <laughs> it's just like, it makes you feel like glad, sad, nostalgic. And I don't know, it's just a really weird feeling because like for me personally, when, when the weather starts to change from, you know, it being like 90s all day to it starting to slowly dip into the, to the 80s, slowly dip into 70s, my body knows it's like, all right, it's time to put some, put some pants on, put a jacket on. You're going to go inside, sit inside a classroom for eight hours a day. And it's just really weird fighting that feeling because this is, this is like the first year for the rest of my life that I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to be in that routine again unless I do decide to go back. It's like one of those things like it's like like you're going on a road trip, but then there's something that's missing. Right. But you made a list. You packed everything off the list. You checked it twice. You know, you have everything, but you're still on the road. You're two hours away from home and you just have this sense that you forgot something, you know, there's something that's missing. Maybe I didn't write something on this list. And that's sort of how I feel. Like, I feel like there's something that I need to be doing. There's something that's missing. And I know that it's that I'm not going back to school. That's what's missing. But it's sort of like, yeah, I know I'm not going to school because because my life changed. But, but I feel like I have to go back to school. But then again, I'm not going back to school. But then again, I have to. And it's just this like on and off thing. And, you know, at the end of the day, I know I'm not going to go back for a while and it's sad 
because you just sort of reminisce about the days that you did go to school during high school, during college, when you were young and dumb. <laughs> and it's one of those things that you start to say like, wow, that was some good memories. <laughs> so now that it's been a few months, do you still feel guilty about not going back to school or are you feeling a little better now at this point in your life? I think I do feel a lot better because, you know, I took out after, after I decided to stop going. I definitely have been working on myself. I took care of myself. And like I said before, many times with help from close people, I've sort of gotten over that. And I definitely do feel better about myself because I know that, you know, it's just one of those things that just happened, you know, it just happened. And I accept that. And I know that in the future, I can decide to go back. I can change that if I wanted to. And that does make me feel a lot better. Life happens. That's it. Those those three words. Life no, two words. Those two words. Life happens. <laughs> life happens. No, three words. Life happens, man. Those three words. <laughs> Life happens, man. And I guess that's what I have to say to those people. That's what I would say to my past self is that life happens. It's going to happen. Not everything's going to go to plan. But if you find it in yourself that you're strong enough to adapt to whatever's going to happen, to whatever circumstance is going to happen, that you can pull through. You just have to have to have confidence and faith in yourself and, and in your life because that's what it's going to that's what's going to come down to eventually. And I like to think of it sort of like, like, I'm like this like old wise guy <laughs> compared to like two years ago when I dropped out that, uh, that now I'm sort of like, yeah, it happened. You know, I did go to school. I did go to college. I did go to a university. I had to go through a lot to get accepted. And it's just sort of like, yeah, I had a little kick down not kicked down, I got kicked a lot. Once I decided to stop going because it really does affect your mental health, emotional health, psychological health, physical health, because you you do have a plan and when it doesn't happen, it just, just drives you crazy basically. But once you get over that, once you get up and sort of start to, to love yourself and find yourself, then you can realize that it happened. What's in the past is in the past. They just got to keep looking forward. If you want to keep working, you got your own two hands to do that. And basically, life happens, man. Life happens, man. Thank you, Toto, so much for being on my podcast today. Thank you, Ashley Mesa, for having me. If Toyota didn't hear, please sponsor us. Big fan of, big fan of those cars you make. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for having me on. Tune in on my next episode where I'll interview somebody else with a different perspective of what their journey was like through the pandemic in education. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Ashley Mesa, and I'll see you next time.